Eroticus Power Press presents Lola Divina, reading from the audiobook, Thriving in Sex Work, Heartfelt Advice for Staying Sane in the Sex Industry, a self-help book for sex workers. Feeling Ugly and Unworthy It's all about how you have to look a certain way or else you're worthless. You know, and you look in the mirror and you think, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so old, I'm so ugly. Don't you know that's not your authentic self? That is billions upon billions of dollars of advertising, magazines, movies, billboards, all geared to make you feel shitty about yourself so that you will take your hard-earned money and spend it at the mall on some turnaround cream that doesn't turn around shit. For us to have self-esteem is truly an act of revolution, and our revolution is long overdue. Margaret Cho If I had a dime for every minute I felt ugly in this lifetime, I'd never have to work at all. I used to spend entire sessions waiting for my clients to realize how hideous I was and leave. Even repeat clients who knew damn well how I looked, dressed, naked, and from every angle. Hating how I looked was like a sickness, an addiction. It wasn't just me. So many of my friends struggled, hating their thick thighs, thin hair, wrinkled skin. No matter how successful they were, the mirror was always the enemy. My heart bleeds for my younger self and my friends. All that pain, sorrow, and fear, I'm not good enough. Low self-esteem creeps into our lives in so many ways, causing us to reject compliments, be crushed by criticism or unkind remarks, undercharge, lower our boundaries, lower our expectations, feel like we don't deserve good things or like we don't belong, what's known as imposter syndrome. We're all constantly bombarded with impossible images of how we ought to look, because that's what sells teeth whitener and hair straightener and wrinkle creams and big plastic boobs. But as sex workers, it cuts deeper. Our looks are our livelihoods. We're constantly being judged and rejected. Clients insult us to our faces. It's so easy to believe we'd be so much better off if only we looked different. I want to talk about what it's like to perform sexually when insecure, because so many of us carry these terrible feelings in silence, too ashamed to share them with anyone. I know this sounds basic, but let's start at the beginning. If you worry that you aren't hot enough for this line of work, take this simple test. Has somebody paid you to turn them on in the last six months? Then you are officially hot enough to get paid. You can stop worrying about whether you belong in the biz. I understand it may not feel that simple, but actually, it is. The fundamental rule of sex work is this. All you need to be is attractive enough. You only have to pass what is a remarkably humane bar of general attractiveness. You're more than halfway there when you're clean and well-groomed, appropriately dressed, professional and bearing, comfortable in your own skin, and energetic. There is no body type, no age limit, no ability to pass that makes you unfit. Folks look every conceivable way doing this work. What matters more is whether you're a good conversationalist, listener, dancer, lover. It also helps to be a former scout with merit badges in knot tying. Now, it is true that the more conventionally attractive you are, the bigger the holes can be in your skill set to still get by. 
But that skill set counts for an awful lot, and it's far more important for long-term success than physical appearance. Spend any amount of time in the biz, and you'll notice people trading in on their looks don't think they have to do much else except show up. They may score lots of first-time work, but it's rare that they build a career. Strippers and porn actors who don't play nice get replaced by those who do. The review boards are filled with hobbyists warning about hotties with bad attitudes. Beyond that, I've known many clients who actively seek out less conventionally attractive sex workers. Why? They feel shy. They think sex industry beauty standards are artificial or harsh, or find average-looking sex workers easier to talk to. For them, genuine connection is more important. In addition to that, attractiveness is a wide-open construct with few set rules. Magdalene Meritrix, in her book Turning Pro, A Guide to Sex Work for the Ambitious and the Intrigued, cites a study that found that 20% of men preferred women with large breasts, 20% preferred women with small breasts, the other 60% were just grateful women have breasts at all. Those figures can be extrapolated to skin color, height, weight, age, level of fitness, how much you look like Barbie or Ken, or any other impossible standard you want to hold yourself up to. What it boils down to is this. There will always be a client pool that thinks what you've got is smoking hot. You'll leave some clients cold. The rest are just glad you're looking them in the eye and smiling. Really letting this soak in, focusing on the clients that find us attractive and letting go of the ones that don't, is tremendously freeing. Know that someone out there right now would weep at the prospect of the warmth of your body, the sound of your voice, the kindness of your touch. Not just one person, thousands. Don't waste time wishing you're something you're not. You have so much to offer, just as you are. One of the very best things about this job is getting to feel hot, handsome, sexy, gorgeous on a regular basis. Go ahead and taste that sweetness. It belongs to you. There is no extra credit in this lifetime for starving ourselves of self-love. Your skin is your skin. Your legs are your legs. Your hair is your hair. Your smile is your smile. Your past is your past. You can waste your life hating these things, but you may as well learn to accept them. Both routes are difficult and full of pain, but with acceptance, you will be happy one day, while with hatred, you never will. Veronica Tugaleva You've been listening to an excerpt from Thriving in Sex Work, heartfelt advice for staying sane in the sex industry. Available in paperback, ebook, and now as an unabridged audiobook. Learn more at LolaDivina.com. You can follow Lola on Twitter and Facebook. For Lola Divina, I'm Felicia Gotthelf. Until next time, be sweet to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>